Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tadaima Terrace House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I'm joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Cepeda. Jack C3PO, more like. Uh, I've got and, a. Uh, oh, good. And Colin Sparling. Hello, welcome to the show. Let me do it again. Hold on. Uh oh. What setting was that on? I've got this is the lowest setting. <laughs> I've got so a he's personal just gonna, massage runner. Uh, do personally massage himself the entire episode. Um, yes. Well, let's yes. not phrase it that way. So. <laughs> So Jack has gone so stir crazy, y'all, that he decided Ooh. to pick up a Hitachi wand. Um, <laughs> it does wonders for the sinuses. It's kind of crazy. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure I it hope does. You wa- I hope you wash it before you do that. I've stopped counting the days, but I know we've been we're multiple weeks now of being you know under uh, quarantine, and um, yeah, I think it's finally getting to me, guys. I think this is what broke me today. Here we are, the Hitachi wand. Actually, this is helping out a lot, as you can imagine. The one guys, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the most amount of human interaction we probably any of us get in in, in Gosh, week. Don't remind <laughs> me. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this this quarantine's killer, but you know what's not killer? Our love for Terrace House and our our the joy we can spread by talking about six strangers who lived in a house about four or five months ago or like in six the, months in, ago in the before times. The before, before times, times. Yes. Thanks for keeping us positive, Robert. I appreciate it. Hey, someone has to. I've got a ponytail on, so I'm like, you know, I'm I'm just like all fucks not given anymore. I'm just ready to fucking go. Wait, excuse me, we're fucking it's, losing it. It's a warrior wolf tail. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, it's it's kind of like dead center at the top of my skin. Like if you were to bird's eye view me, the ponytail would be dead center <laughs> on my head right now. Great. Now the show appeals awesome. to furries. <laughs> Yep. It always did, Colin. It always <laughs> did. Yeah, we, you said you said wolf. Furries. Now it's a furry show. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to talk about episode twenty-seven of Tokyo twenty nineteen twenty twenty. I can't be here, much like how I feel every day when I wake up in my house. <laughs> Get me out of here! So I'm going to be with y'all. Like the, at the beginning of this episode, I seriously thought that this episode was going to end with Rio announcing he's leaving because Rio was not in good shape beginning of this episode oh damn mm. yeah yeah no he he got pretty roughed up but uh let's dive into the episode and uh just work our way there right uh yes, so we start off with the panel uh it's it's even emptier than it's been for the past two weeks because now Utamura, the rugby man is gone mm. so we're back down to the five the five panelists and the flower and the flower don't forget the flower and place yeah you know in this episode while i was watching it i was paying specific attention to shochan in this episode, mm. and I, he spends most of this episode with this deer and headlights look in his face. It, he really like he's so quiet. This episode, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he he talks a bit, a little bit, slack, I think. But he's just like there, like like he's got this existence, this pain look on his face. <laughs> it's he's like, man, to, are you are you okay? Are you doing okay? My observation to him is that he's starting to look a little bit older, a little bit more mature. He's starting to dress a little bit more like a Hunger's Game character, like Capital City character, <laughs> which I noticed as well, too. It's kind of odd. He's preparing for the future that we all know is happening. Oh, Seriously. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's ahead of the game. That follows. Yeah. Uh, for the gift of foresight. Same. Uh, and Yama also makes the astute observation that he thinks Emmy might start falling for one of the other two guys and not Ryo anymore, which I think uh, it feels like a little bit of foresight considering what happens in this episode. Yeah. 
so we dive into the kitchen. We're with Vivi, Topas, and Kai, uh, all three new members together in the kitchen. Uh, and Vivi and Kai share a meal. They cook some frittatas. They cook some miso soup. Uh, and the only bit of Topas we see is that he has to leave because he's going to clean Lily Frankie's house. <laughs> Dude. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I think the the other roommates had the same questions I was asking in my head as soon as he said that was like, he makes you do that. Like, you have to do that. <laughs> Man. I'd really like to see a list of, like, his responsibilities as an assistant. Is it just, can it just be anything? Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, my house is kind of a mess. Topaz, hey, <laughs> what are you doing this afternoon? You're yeah. cleaning my house. Can I have a Topaz, man? I think we all need a little Topaz in our life. He's just so damn loyal. He's the loyal butler, I think. Wasn't that how he was referred to? Yeah, that's point? like his yeah. persona. Yeah, yeah. He definitely gives off that <clears throat> vibe. I, I, I wonder if, though those were the actual responsibilities put on him or if he's just overextending two real quick observations while we're here on the scene with Vivi um, was that she, when she was asked because she grew up in Germany, she was raised in Russia though. And then um, Kai asked her if she speaks German and she stuck out her tongue. She's like, no, I don't speak any German. So you can kind of tell it's kind of like a, Oh man. Yeah. I should probably learn that at some point in the future kind of thing, but she doesn't speak German right now. Uh, and then also what kind of monster turns the, um, the uh, pepper mill counterclockwise with their right hand. That was so weird when she was seasoning the food. It like stuck out to me. It's like Jack, counterclockwise you, with your right hand. In, have you been in quarantine for too long? <laughs> I noticed it. I was like, ah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't just don't do pepper mill like that. I never in a million years would have said anything about that. No, strike me as odd. Is Jack, all are saying. you okay? <laughs> I was you know distracted what? by the beautiful breakfast that they made. And not I'm not okay. <laughs> improper <laughs> spicing techniques. Yeah, oh. I mean, I guess I'm biased. I live my life as a left-handed man the whole time. Even as a child, I was a left-handed man. A left-handed uh, man. Yes. You were a man as a see, child. <laughs> as a yeah. man child. So anytime I see someone use a right hand, I kind of just disregard like, oh, they're not talented. So I just don't pay attention to whatever the right hand Fair does. <laughs> That's like 60% of the population. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more, actually. I see what you really think of me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truth's out there. Great. Um, great. But yeah, during this little uh, breakfast uh, moment, uh, Vivi says, hey, I also want to take ceramics sometime, which feels like a little breadcrumb that she later regrets uh, as we get into. Um, and then in the evening, uh, Kai and Vivi are still hanging out. They're like, you know, I, I think Vivi's showing off some like pictures of her of a music festival she was at in LA, which is very like worldly traveled, right? Uh, and then, and then in walks in question mark with crutches, limps. Rio, he limps in, moseys in, yeah. And in. this this is the first time that Rio is meeting the new housemates on what one an impression. Foot. On one foot, <laughs> he's <kind of laughs> and, and and Vivi here is like really looking forward to meeting him too. She's kind of already half liking him just because the girls are selling him hard. Remember, mm-hmm. so she's already looking forward to this moment, and it's not like what anyone expected. Yeah, I was freaking out. Yeah, I mean it's it's good to hear that he's he's taking it well. I mean, I feel like you know it's just part of the the business of being an athlete, right? Like this stuff just happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember uh, too. There was a callback to I think it was the episode before this, or maybe two episodes ago, where he was doing electrotherapy on his foot too. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he had previous issues with that same foot. But it sounded like this: he he twisted his ankle, he come, came down on it wrong after doing a jump, a jump shot or a dunk. I can't remember which. 
Yeah, in a way, it's kind of, I mean, he obviously did not do this on purpose. Like, no one wants to get injured on purpose. But what I'm saying is, in a way, it kind of helped endear him in the house early on. It brought out, like, everyone's maternal instincts. They all wanted to help him. They all wanted to jump up, help him with water, help him get things. It just kind of, I don't know, was an interesting way, I guess, to see how people were reacting to that, his injury. But he's, like, actively, like, resisting being mothered. He's like, no, 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 don't mm-hmm. worry about it. And he keeps, like, getting up, and people are like, stop, stop, sit down, stop. stop. Mm-hmm. need to rest. Especially Tupac. Yeah, well, he's about to go and meet him now, and I want to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the shit show just gets dropped in the middle of this scene for whatever reason. It feels very out of place. Um, mm-hmm. And then Hana comes down and see her, her man's in pain. Um, so she offers to, like, start preparing an ice pack for him, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Drio's like, cool, I'll just go put away my stuff in the boys' room. And he hobbles in, gets onto his bed. <laughs> it's just so dark. <laughs> and, then, and there's like shuffling in the other bed. And Topaz just <laughs> wakes up. Good Good morning. Morning. <laughs> like, this scene is so, so comical. Because it's like Topaz is like so awkward. He's just like one of the first things he says, he introduces himself and he says, basically, he's like, you're the oldest. You're my mentor now. <laughs> it's like, You're dude, my senpai. It's not, yeah, it's not like one of the first things you say I wouldn't, wouldn't think. And then Rio, you know, summarily shuts that down. It's like, we don't have such rigid rules in this house. Just be yourself, please. But it's just like, Tobasa's first instinct would always be like, well, you're older, so you, you're you the boss now. I'm humbly servi- ser- in servitude of you. Yeah, like, they, we didn't see him come in either. Because last we knew, he was going to Lily Frankie's and doing some cleaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, he's just passed out at home. Yeah, yeah, you don't expect him to be there, yeah. They didn't warn Rio. They were like, oh, the other member, he's he's over there, which I assume just meant, like, the boys' room. But I think when Rio, like, went into the boys' room, he was expecting him to be, like, awake or sitting and hanging out, but, like, mm. not this dark shape to suddenly sit up <laughs> Dracula-like in the bed beside him. He was like the Undertaker coming out of the coffin. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> it- it was so weird, but I'm I'm glad at least Rio's trying to set this boundary. Like, if Topaz is truly like you're my senpai, I will follow. I will die for you. Kind of vibes. <laughs> at, Do at you have Rio's an extra like, house you need cleaned? By any yes. Chance. At least Rio's like cool. Then, as your senpai, I'm telling you to stop doing this whole chill, formal dude. thing. Just chill. chill out. Have you seen an episode of Terrace House? Do you know what you're getting into. I am Topaz oh, John Kimverlu, cyber human relations. <laughs> it's like, Dude, I'm an android from Cyberlife. Yeah, yeah, does, yeah. does not compute. Yeah. Um, and then we get back into the living room, uh, and now it's Rio, Vivi, and Hana in this in this whole like first floor space. And I do like the way this this whole scene shot because you see Hana in the kitchen slaving away, making an ice pack. It's a very intensive process. Meanwhile, Rio and Vivi are getting to know each other. You know, they're getting they're vibing a little bit mm-hmm. in the in the living room, the Ooh. couch area. Everyone's looking forward to this. And also Hana's little um panda bear, little fuzzy, you know, thing hoodie, yeah, hoodie the, the thing. onesie. Onesie. I like, yeah. I, like it. It's cute. Me. I liked it. It looked cozy. Yeah. It does look cozy. Mm-hmm. But no, Rio and Vivi, they bond over the fact that they've both been to America. They both know English. You know, it seems like they've they've got a little bit of a spirited connection going on, and then Hana comes back in like oh hey here's your ice pack let me help you with that i'm an athlete too i know what it's like can you elevate your foot please let's let me be your nurse <laughs> yeah and this is the first of many scenes where you start you can just tell through the atmosphere in the air hana is just 
very, very instantly becoming jealous of, of Vivi. And every scene between the two of them and Rio is just like her eyes are darting to Vivi, leading all the way up to the show's or this episode's climax where Han eventually just breaks down. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I know she said like she was like, I'm not going to be this crazy, like excitable, like um, normally, but she's not even like at her usual, like ganky, excitable self. Like she was like off the rails in the previous episode. Now I feel like I'm getting whiplash because she's like so quiet and mm. soft spoken in this one. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Irish whiplash. It's a wrestling I, movie. It's a it's a wrestling. Oh gosh! Oh, it's I Irish learned whip something is, today. Okay. It's, well, the Irish whip is a, it's a good pun based on wrestling uh, jokes. If you know wrestling, no. Okay. Ed- educate us, senpai. Listening. Robert. Yeah. As quick as possible. <laughs> Everyone else is like, "All right, Robert. Whatever." Yeah, Robert. Uh, Still, while Hana is um, helping him with the ice pack around his ankle and stuff, he just keeps his conversation going with Vivi. You know, it's like undeniable that there's like some kind of crazy connection here going on, I feel. For sure. Um, I love that Topaz joins this conversation in a very um, like (laughs) he registers a conversations happening. Do I want to be in the conversation? Yes. I must now ask, may I join the conversation? You know, again, it's just (laughs) very butler, very robotic. He just like walks in and the first thing he thinks when he walks into any room is just like, okay, is everyone here older than me? Okay, I must bow down immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like upset that there's no one younger. I would like, what if he's just like super loose and casual with younger people? He's like, hey, what's up? What's up? Like, flip the switch. Totally fine. But it's just if people are older, I kind of hope that ultra orthodox self. I kind of hope that he's like, it all like snaps back when he sees someone younger than him. He's just a total dick to him. He tells him what to do. He's just like getting it all, all his, you know, like inner uh, frustrations out on the younger people. That would be funny. Dude, you, I, there's no way he can be this uptight all the time, man. I think He's, there is a way. If you're just so this tightly wound all the time, eventually you're gonna snap. Like he, I think his like version of just chilling out is just like the most chill. Like he just seems like a very just the way he talks, the way he, his mannerisms, like his pre um his uh pre you know entrance interview and all that in the car. He just seems very just low key, low key chill ass dude for the most part. Mm. Who who likes to burn DVDs? I'll burn you a DVD <laughs> of girls bathing. Apparently, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> put that on your People LinkedIn loser. fucking profile. I can burn. Oh DVDs. my god! <laughs> Only if it's of women bathing, though. Sorry, dude. Uh. I couldn't burn a DVD. You guys have like disc drives that burn DVDs. No. Those, yeah, who has those anymore? Yeah, I'm gonna be real with you guys though. I really don't remember much of what he adds to this conversation once he does join. He he, he just helps get water, basically. Yeah, he yeah, re- yeah. that's senpai. all he does. He, senpai, he no. gets, gets Stop, senpai, senpai some water. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. The the last major tidbit I, I wanted to point out in this conversation is uh, I think it was Ryo who asked Vivi why she joined the house, and Vivi says that she's looking for a a long term partnership. To which Hana, like they cut to Hana, and she's just like daggers, oh. daggers staring. Yeah. I wish I could kill yeah. someone by staring yeah. at them. Kind daggers, of vibes. Yes. Hana will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I gotta point out, and this is just a prediction so far that I think Vivi might have shot herself in the foot there at the same time because I forget if it was when they were in the kitchen or if they were in the living room, but Vivi specifically mentioned she's like, I want to eventually move to America, like full time. Mm. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine Rio wanting to when he 
you know, put so much effort into trying to be close to his parents. So oh. that might be that might be a deal breaker. Didn't he say yeah, but at the he same time, isn't he trying to get into the NBA? Like, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Wouldn't he want to play pro ball in the States? You would think being five nine, that's gonna be tough, not impossible. That's but true. but to Daly's point, he did bring up, right, that he picked that team specifically because of the proximity to his family. Mm. That's that's something you can't ignore either. If anything's gonna keep you from moving out of the country, it's like wanting to be close to your family or mm-hmm. and loved ones, I feel like. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus, if, if hmm. he were trying to break into the NBA, I mean, he already was playing basketball in America, you know, year, like a few years ago, right? Like, you'd think if he wants to be in the NBA, he would have stayed in America there, right, and continued. You got to wonder, but yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like they have a lot of chemistry, though, right? They both are kind of westernized in a lot of ways. She takes those monthly trips to L.A., it seems like um, they both speak English. They have a lot in common here. I feel like chemistry is strong, and Hana can sense the danger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her alarm right bells are very, going off. For, very for fight sure. or flight going on right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you just gotta, I, you just gotta wait and see. I, I feel like there's gonna be some attraction there between Rio and Vivi, and you never know like what could happen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like. but she also shoots herself in the foot pretty hard later in this episode. I think I can't remember. That's for my mother. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Take, take us to the next scene, Robert, because I can't remember when it happened. Next scene. Yeah. Sure. Um, so we, we get a couple scenes here of uh, like Topaz and Vivi and Hana are having breakfast. And then, uh, you know, Hana's like, oh, I want to check on Rio. And Rio's in the boys' room. He's on the ground elevating the foot. It's it's up on like, a, I think it, it's either on a chair or a table or something. And she get a says, nice crotch shot. Yep. I'm glad that's what you were pointing for. <laughs> I didn't um, notice that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Hana says, cool, I'll make you some lunch. Like, I'm going to run Dude. to the convenience. Let's make some lunch. Dude. I love this. I mm. will admit to the world and to you three right now, when I am sick or when I'm injured, I turn into a huge baby and I want someone to help me. <laughs> and I, I want to just, me. I just, yeah, I need to be pampered. I need to be cared for. I need to be nurtured. That it get that gets my heart like a lot. I, and, and you, the panelist is like the opposite. She's like, just leave the Pakari sweat at the door. Don't even knock. Like, I don't want to see anybody. Me, I want to be doted on, I guess. Mm. Sorry, but I do. This gave me hardcore uh, deja vu about uh, Risiko taking care of Ruka when he was sick. Yes. It was like yes. the same spot that he posted up in when he was sick oh, and everything. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was surprised, though, that like she, I thought she was just going to pick up food from the Konbini, but she's like, I'm making hamburgers. We're doing this. Tof- Tofu burgers. burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I would have loved that. That's the way to my mm. heart. Food and just like nurture. Food. I guess. And when I'm sick. Just food. Food for sure. If someone can cook and knows her, knows her way around the kitchen, that is a plus. Mm. Um. So yeah, we're, we're in the kitchen now. Hana's making the tofu burgers and Emmy's just chilling out on the t- on the uh, the dining room table and eating some natto and rice. Uh, and there's this really awkward conversation between the two where Hana asks Emmy for like advice on how to essentially confess your feelings to someone you like. Oh. And it's, I mean, come on, you both know you're both, at least as far as you know, into the same dude right now. That's like asking your enemy for advice and expecting them to give you good advice. Yeah. Hey, can, can you tell me how to beat you, please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like Hana might just see uh, Emika has less of a threat because of Vivi's presence and how strong she has come on 
And she's mm. like, we we could team up together. I wouldn't mind as much if he ended up with one of us versus Vivi. Mm. I, <laughs> they're just collectively just like, this chick's the worst. May the best woman win. <laughs> After that um, dinner they had together where Emika confessed to Hana that she likes him. And they had that awkward high five. Remember that? I kind of get the sense that like they're kind of like, yeah, game on. But they're also kind of like, well, neither one of us feels like he likes us very much. So they might be bonding in that in some weird way. Like indirect mm. way, and so maybe that explains why Han is more comfortable speaking about the stuff so openly and candidly with Emika, mm. uh, because they're just like, well, none's going to happen anyways. But how do I take care of this for me? You like know, Han seems more them have like the upper hand at the moment, right? Exactly, and so I think Han is just more like concerned. It seems like with like reconciling her own feelings herself, mm. even though her hopes might be not very high. For yeah, I, I think I would. Somebody, I, I don't think they're going to get a friendship out of this. They might get some sort of like short-lived camaraderie, but continuously, I've noticed more and more that Hana is just so self-centered to, with pretty much everything. Yes, you know, she's like, how, side. "How do I? How do I confess my feelings?" And like the whole scene, like the scene where the the last episode where Hana over and over again is just telling Emika to answer the door for her. Like mm. <laughs> that was know, weird. Yeah, that was yeah. Weird. It's, it's it me, me, me. <laughs> Right, I, yeah. mentally, and it's it's all about me, and she always turns the conversation back to her. I don't know. Hana hmm. just more and more is just so, showing that she's very self-centered, um, and when she eventually does sit down with Rio and, and, and t- try to get her feelings out in a sense, uh, it just kind of still comes across self-centered in a way. It, it was bad timing, right? They talk about Definitely. that in this episode, um, because he's worried about his injury. He's worried about getting better, and it's just like not a great time to discuss potentially dating someone right now for him. I can understand that. Um, but you're right, Colin. I think Hannah's just more concerned with getting it out there. Seizing yeah. the moment. Like, I, I got to get this out. You know, bleh. Here's all my feelings. Sort of. Bleh. Bleh. Yeah. For me, it was, it was just, I was really surprised that Hannah thought that was a good time for Ryo. And for me, it's, it cements that idea that she's pretty self-centered because as a fellow athlete, I think she of anyone in the house should understand what it's like to be injured on the job. You would think. Right? Mm. Like what's, what's going through your head. And Ryo made it extremely clear. Like he was ashamed of his performance, you know, mm. like that's a pretty shit place to be in. It's rough mentally and mm. it probably just kind of hurts your overall mood. And she's like, that sucks. Hey, I feel feelings for you. Fuzzy feelings. <laughs> well, go ahead. Me? Me? Okay. <laughs> you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just go. Man. You go first, Jack. Go first. Okay, fine. I'll go. But I'm, I got a tangent here. So not necessarily a tangent, but a deep okay. thought here. Okay. Rio right. has said to his buddies, I am not really interested in the girls in the house. They're a little too young. They're a little less immature. Or they're a little too immature for me. I'm looking for someone that's a little bit older that I can come to for advice. When mm. he's down, when he's injured, when he's low, when he's expressing he doesn't feel um, good about his performance and how he's doing with basketball, this was the perfect opportunity for Hana to come in with some good advice to help pick himself up. But rather than that, she squanders this opportunity to really help him mentally and just kind of say, hey, here's how I feel. You know, sorry that you're injured, but I have to tell you this right now. And it might not be necessarily all her fault because for all we know, they don't get a lot of time to speak together mm. or a lot of one-on-one time. He's not really proactively trying to date her anymore. They're not going out right. side of the house. So we don't know. Well, they might not see each other very much. So she might just be like, well, shit, I better do this now while I've got the balls, while we're alone at the table, 
you know, let me, let, let me put this out there. It was unfortunate timing for sure, but she could have really came through here and given him some really good advice to pick him up. Rather than that, she says, it's sad to see my superhero low and down. You're mm-hmm. such a hero to everyone. It's just like, dude, you just sound like such a fangirl with that. I That's exactly that. what a fangirl would say. And she didn't do any, herself any favors with that interaction is my thought. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the superhero thing because that that to me was uh, the perfect example of you could have done something great with this and instead you ruined it because to to tell someone like you're my superhero like that's that is extremely flattering, right? Like that could be a very cool ego boost for Rio, right? But then she piles on and is like, but you're sad right now, but you're going through your your uh, your bad action, you know, like this is not great for your story and this sucks. And I don't know. It's just it, it didn't feel like she was trying to pick him up at all. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah it it's about her to feelings towards it. She was focused yeah. on her feelings about it. Yeah, exactly. So I think to to go along with this, too, because I, I in this scene kind of thinking like reflecting on it, putting myself in her shoes. Right. Because I, I mean, she's very disheveled when it comes to like getting her thoughts out. And she's made that very clear. And I think there's a lot going on in, in her head in this particular scene. So I think what For sure. I think initially she she sets out to kind of comfort him, right? And like tell him like, hey, you're a superhero, like, and I, I don't want to be like take care of you, but into her head, in her head, I think she stumbles into the whole talk of trying to express express my feelings for you. And she kind of half steps into that and she's like, Oh, I guess I'm doing this now. Why I'm not shutting up, I'm not shutting up. I'm just gonna keep telling him, okay, and mm. you give me this warm fuzzy feeling, which is why you get Hey, like I get a warm fuzzy feeling for you instead of just her straight up saying, "I like you." You you see what I'm saying? I yeah. think she didn't plan on that conversation happening, but she stumbled into it. It just spilled out. Right, exactly. I that's all all my feels. They're there on the table. Sorry. <laughs> Oops, oh, sorry. Let me pick. These. Let me pick those up. <laughs> like they're <laughs> dice for a fucking game. <laughs> There's a lot here too in the scene. Like something that yeah. has always confused me and still confuses me to this day. I don't know if this is a Japanese culture thing. Is this if this is an Eastern culture thing? I don't get it when someone says to you, "I have warm, fuzzy feelings about you." There's, I think about you. I, I, I look forward to seeing you all day. And then the other person, somehow their takeaway is is that, well, they didn't expressly say in no uncertain terms, I like you. I want to date you. But they don't get that sense. Of course, if someone's going to tell you, hey, I have warm, fuzzy feelings about you and only you, how is that stopping short of saying I like you? You know, yeah. but then Ryu's reaction you. is just yeah. like, he's just like, yeah, well, thanks or something. <laughs> like, it just was so like undefined. No. It was just like left he- in there. And like, to me... At least in the States, if somebody says anything along those lines, I mean, shit, I think guys are a little bit hyperactive. Like, oh, she sat next to me in the train. This girl wants it. You know what I mean? It's like, we're too, well, like, hi- we're um, hyper, like, we think that girls like us too often, where I think in Japan, if it seems like people don't pick up the hint or just ignore the hint or just wait for it to be like, well, you have to tell me you like me. And then we hold hands and now we're married. <laughs> You have to say the secret password and then throw some salt over your shoulder. It's like, how do you not know? You know, it was just, nope. it was a very unsatisfying ending to this whole conversation. Do you guys get what I, I'm, I'm saying? With you on that. I, I think, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. I think that not only was this bad timing for this sort of conversation, I think he did get that takeaway, Jack, but I, first of all, he doesn't reciprocate it. And secondly, I just don't think he was in the place to be like, you yeah. know, openly acknowledging that sort of thing. All you those know? things, But yeah. I think he knows I think he knows oh, and yeah. he's just not going to there, there's not going to be anything that happens there. 
Yeah. I think, yeah, he might be like just being like, oh, okay, because and not acknowledging that this is like a greater part of a more meaningful confession of feelings because he doesn't want to deal with that right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, unless yeah. you're going to come out and be like, hey, I like uh, you. Do you like me? He's like, let's just table that for now. I feel really shitty. Um, I don't want to mm. deal with this at the moment. Sorry. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So it just seems to happen a lot on Tara's house where there just isn't any chemistry and the people just like they leave it ambiguous because they can. Right. Mm. They realize that's an option. So they're going to take that route rather than putting it out, putting themselves out. Right. There. I get that. Right. So it's a comfort wasn't thing. Time for confrontation. Yeah. I mean, you also have to think about like their logistics of it. Right. If they do live in that house every day, seven days a week. Like if you were if you were on a third date with a girl. Right. Jack. And then you were like, oh, hey, I like you. If it goes south, you can just go to your home. Assume the before times. Let's go back to the before, In the before times. times then, yes. You, yes. You're on your third date. You say, yeah. hey, I like you. You want to like go steady. And she's like, actually, go no, steady. you can go home and play video games and forget it. But in Tara's house, if Hannah did that, Rio was like, I'm good. She goes home and then he's he's also home, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, he, that kind of sucks. Yeah, his, his priority definitely is to keep the peace in the house. He doesn't want to make waves. You know, that's why mm-hmm. he was so concerned mm-hmm. with Amica and Hannah making up. Because mm. it's awkward in the house if there's a fight. He was very anti-drama. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to probably the most anti-drama scene. I, I love this uh, so this whole scene so much. Um, we're in the kitchen and everyone's having a welcoming party, right? Um, this is the the uh, Halloween flavored welcoming party where everyone's wearing cute little costume hats. Oh, Rio's gosh. got a little bow on that's adorable. Um, it called to him. Phoebe's got did. the devil horns. <laughs> it spoke... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it was nice. The food looked good. The whole like squid ink noodles and like the blood punch. Ooh. Squid ink looked good. It looked gross. Oh I love well, how they were like everyone's teeth is black now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's teeth, everyone's lips, just darkness, abyss. Yeah, I loved how Hana called Topas Patos, and patos. he was really like, "It's it's Topas." That's not my name. It's it's Topas. That's like when I was uh, when PUBG was a thing. You know, and like uh, I would talk about it and be like, "What's that name of that game again?" They come back to me and I say, "Like, was it Gupdo?" Like, no, it's Gupdo. Gup-do. It's PUBG. Gupdo. <laughs> hey, y'all want to get on some Gupdo tonight? Gupdo. No, it's PUBG, not Gupdo. Gupdo. Just remind me of that. She didn't. She had the right syllables, just not the right order. At least she wasn't like <laughs> the butler or something. I'm telling you, just think Tupac Shakur. You'll always get his name right. Tupas. Tupas Shakur. John Kim. Topas. 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 It's a two. It's a U. I. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's I think not to- to- like Topaz. <laughs> it's not Topak Shakur. <laughs> Topak. <laughs> or if you're my dad, Tupac Shaker. Oh, no. I think it took the Topic no. test. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, squid ink. So have you guys ever hold on real quick? Have you guys ever eaten food with squid ink in it? I I see something greasy and black, and I'm like, I'm not putting that in my mouth. That sounds bad. I like squid ink is bad. greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Did not mean for that to sound like that. But those it's going to be that sort of show. Huh? I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't have wanted to eat squid ink noodles, I guess. So what are your guys' thoughts on squid ink food? It's fine. So you don't you don't Never like oily black nudes is what you're saying. <laughs> Dude, oh, so boy. King in Japan had an all black burger. Like even the bun was like charcoal black. It just seems to yeah. be like, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't want to eat that. So, can somebody hand me a shovel so I can just keep digging us deeper into this hole? <laughs> I'm trying to get us out. I'm legitimately talking about like squidding food. I just, I wouldn't eat it. I, Daily I seems need it. unbothered I'd by it. I'd eat it. I'd try yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Jinx. 
Then it stains your teeth, though. It's not a good look. But hey, for Halloween, I guess I get the... People, I mean, people put charcoal yeah. on their teeth. Yeah, yeah and, and like popsicles stay in your tongue. I mean, yeah. I don't know, see how that's that big of a difference. Just brush your teeth so, after. To get us back to the scene, um, Kai, I think, takes this moment, right, to seize the opportunity with Vivi and say, hey, yesterday we talked about going to ceramics. Let's do it. Let's do it. She, and they don't set an exact date. But he's like, let's do it. She's like, yeah, okay. Right mm-hmm. when the her when she's right after she's talking about how Rio reminds her of her ex, how they blink the same, <gasps> all this Their eyes all, are the same. She's throwing <gasps> things out and like, dude, I've heard that before and I've used that before. Uh oh. When you say you remind me of my ex, and whenever I used it in the past, it was always like a way to try and flirt with someone. Like, hey, you're my type. I was attracted to someone that reminds me of you. I'm attracted to you. Is kind really? of what. In a way, yeah. Really? This is, long time. this is a long time ago. Okay, yes, but I would do that a long time ago. But then I've also heard people say to me, hey, you remind me of my ex, and I didn't necessarily take it as a flirt. Mm. So are you no, surprised to hear that? I take it as an insult. I was <laughs> kind of like screaming at the TV when this happened. I was just like, you are not only because she shoots herself in the foot by bringing this up, but then she proceeds to blow her entire foot off because she just will not stop like she hit on this for like a good minute yeah she's forward she that's one thing she's very forward she wants what she wants i would i mean maybe this just speaks to the kind of relationship i had previously but i would take it as an insult or -hmm. at least i would figure that that's weird because it's like you guys broke up for a reason like sure there were parts about like him that you liked but do I remind you of the good parts or the bad parts? Right. Mm. Right. I think the main takeaway here is that different people use that different ways. So it can be met as a compliment. It could be meant as an insult. You just can't assume what they mean by that. But I think here clearly Vivi's using it as a way to flirt. 100%. But he's very perplexed as to why she's saying this to him. She's he's like, what? <laughs> why? What yeah. does that mean? Did you say I when like- someone compares you to your ex, it's embarrassing. Right. Yeah. yeah, he was like, it's really embarrassing. I love how he was like, there's not many like droopy eyed guys like me, so I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all part of a club. They have like a little Facebook group. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Guys. Card I, I think here, I think here, yeah. he's very clearly attracted to her physically. I think there's because he hmm. keeps when, especially when Kai is asking her out, it cuts back to um, cuts back to Rio, and he's like, you know, like listening. He's like, oh shit, she's going on a date here. This girl's cute. I better do something I feel like is kind of the gear spinning in his head. Yeah. I, I think my worry with this is I, I agree with Jack in that I think Vivi is totally using this as a flirt tactic, right? But in the same way that Colin's been saying, she's taking it a little too far because when you say, hey, you remind me of your ex, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So like you were attracted to someone like me, you might be attracted to me too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You have his eyes, the way, the way they're droopy. You have his blink. You have all of his mannerisms actually. And when you get to the point yeah. where you see mannerisms, that's you're all like, I guarantee you, you're projecting. You know what I mean? Like, because that at that point, you're saying like, Rio is my ex or like is basically uh. the the embodiment of my ex. Right. Yikes. And that is kind of scary because if they did start dating or at least the courtship process, mm. she's always going to be comparing him to her ex no matter what. Uh, yeah. Also, I don't really recommend that as an effective way to flirt with somebody, okay? But it is like a low-hanging fruit. It is like an easy way to do it. Um, but it's maybe not the best way cuz that's, you know, I I've used it in the past as a tactic to flirt, but also when it's been used on me, I didn't take it very warmly. 
because mm. of that same reason you're talking about, Robert. Like, I don't want, if I were to date somebody, I don't want to be thinking in the back of my head like they're constantly comparing me to this other person. Mm. They're reminding me of this mm-hmm. other person. Like, focus on me. I'm my own person. Right. I'm nothing like them, even though you think I might be like them. That has no bearing here. You, you know? don't so know that's why it would me. bother me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of seen as a universal no-no, I thought, as the most part. You know, you're out on the first date with a person, and one of the first things they say to you is like, yeah, you remind me of my ex. I think that's a giant red flag. Yeah, like, just yeah, comes yeah. across as, like, that person's not over them, or, I don't know, you don't want to sit there and listen to someone else, you know, someone else's past relationship I, the entire I, time you're trying to court them. <laughs> yeah, I think her ex does come up later, too, as they begin to talk, but we'll get to there in a couple scenes. Mm. Uh. I, I never thought I'd say this after seeing last episode. I never thought I'd say this. Uh, Topaz is the smoothest man in Terrace House right now, dude. He is an efficient motherfucker. Yes, <laughs> ruthlessly efficient. Uh, yeah, we uh, right after, or this is actually before Kai asked Evie to go ceramics ing. Um, Topaz says, "Hey, I would like a tour of the house," and he, I guess, randomly. I don't think it was randomly, but he picks Emmy. And says, hey, can you give me a tour of the house? Like the playroom specifically, right? And they go up to the playroom. And then there's silence. And then Topaz just says, I'm a shy person. And they, they talk a little bit. And Emmy's like, oh, I'm kind of shy too. And then there's another silence. We should get dinner sometime. Mm. It's so efficient. It was like the baseline <laughs> uh, interactions you need to get a dinner date with someone. I was really happy to see just how much he seizes the initiative he's like of all the guys in the house he's seizing seizing initiative here gets her alone they've got a drink they sit there quietly and it was awkward though because they had that silence and she's like well we're both introverted so how do we navigate this emica said and then he was just like well i like quiet moments like this and there's something to be said about that there's like Mm -hmm. a quote a famous quote in pulp fiction too where it's nice to just sit there and be quiet with someone and not worry about filling up the dead air um, I'm not really that kind of person though. I, I feel like I almost have to fill up dead air, but at least I know that about myself, but they seem to have good chemistry here. They seem to fit better than I would have thought. And I thought Tupac would have been more just like introverted, right? And just not even talking to the girls until they talk to him, but it's not really that way. It's cool. They've got yeah, stuff set up. So I, I, for me, this, this scene was like, at first I was kind of cringing cause I was just like, it's so awkward. It's like cricket, cricket, mm-hmm. cricket. Um, and then once I started talking, it got a little bit easier for me, but it was really hard for me to read Emmy in this situation until after she was back in the girls room and talking about what happened, because it sounded like she was very surprised, pleasantly surprised, really, that someone so quiet was being so forward. Yeah. Um, and she was excited to get a uh, get to know him more. Yeah. They scheduled not only a dinner date, but possibly a movie date. I thought that yeah, was yesterday. Yeah, uh. that was a. Uh, the only the only awkward part, like I definitely think he was like being like super smooth. It really made a lot of sense to be like, "Hey, show me the playroom so we can be alone." But then he did like the thing where he did like the half bows, like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, like, thanks for going to the movies with me and going to dinner." And it's like, "Stop, please stop." <laughs> yeah, thank you for being my tour guide. Yeah. <laughs> also said. I, yeah. What I like about Tupas is that he is not afraid to put himself out there. I kind of like I said I thought he'd be more introverted but he's like hey like let, let's go out let's make this happen you know I, I just I, I appreciate after we got people like Shohei mm. and Kenny they keep coming up I just like how these guys are like taking the initiative it's nice they're not mm. passive boys he is not two balls and not passive and that's no. like the biggest surprise of these of these three boys in the house right now because like I said I just thought he'd be totally introverted but he's not Kai and Topas both can yeah. I yeah. can I pitch um 
a possible alternate reality of what might actually be happening that we haven't oh seen yet. Oh my. Uh, Here we go. Another terrorist clip. Topaz gets a call from Billy Frankie. Wait, is this real or are you making this up? I'm, I want to believe this is real. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> and Lily says on the phone, hey, I've seen a bit of Terrace House. That Emmy girl is really cute. Please get me to meet her. And this is all the ploy to get Lily Frankie to meet Emmy. <laughs> yeah, they made that joke, the panelists, that like they'll definitely flirt. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if Lily gets in the house. He wants he wanted in the to, house. He, he wants, wants in, in the house. Yeah. He wants in. We'll see it's if it's scary. Yeah. Schedules per <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm happy that this is happening. Um, I it's it's just something new, you know. And who knows? Maybe this could be, this could be the first real relationship of this whole season of this whole 27 episodes in, 26 episodes in. Maybe it's the first one. You they, know? Yeah, they have a weird chemistry. Like I said, they're just both kind of low key and chill. So we'll see. Mm. Well, that could be a total disaster too. True. I hope, I hope it goes well. I I think it's refreshing to see. Emmy just kind of comfortable, <laughs> really. Yeah, I don't know. If she keeps like asking to go out to really expensive restaurants and just acting all entitled, like, oh, I'll pick up the bill. Like, I don't know. That'd be annoying too. Maybe Hopefully. he'd be right. into that. He's used to yeah. that with Lily Frankie already. He that's does true. like acts of service are like his love language. Yeah. You know, that's how it seems. Yeah. Um, to continue that scene in the girls' room, uh Han Hannah and Vivi are pretty much now on the same page of uh Vivi totally might be into Rio. Um, they both agree that he's so American on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's to the point where uh, Vivi kind of doesn't want to go on that ceramic state with Kai anymore because she seems to be tunnel vision, like all in on Rio. Yeah, that was kind of like, damn, dude. <laughs> that, man, I can't believe she's being that that forward already. Like, she's just, nope, not, I don't want to go with yeah. Kai. I'm and- here for this. Yeah, I think the other girls are probably like, ooh, yikes. I don't know. Didn't hit me right. I think Hannah's going to stab her. She said she I, would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to stab you to death. <laughs> but or actually, or for real. <laughs> jump off the turnbuckle and frog attack her. As Get close to your mic, room girl. Me. We've seen, we've seen <laughs> um, the actual image of her like jumping. Like She's got to be like six feet in the air. Like, oh, yeah about to land on someone's face <laughs> oh man imagine if she, she shows actually, that pic if she jumped yeah, she off of the picture. stairs and like landed on somebody on the couch that would be awesome <laughs> y'all is is this gonna like, lead to our very first like actual for real cat fight like physical is no, it bad I that not. i want that <laughs> no i hope not especially because no. hana like fights for a living <laughs> no one's dumb so, enough to fight hana i feel yeah hopefully but um, it would be crazy but yeah, in the kitchen, Hana shows Kai those pictures of like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm doing the wrestling thing, right? Uh, and then Vivi comes downstairs, and then Kai immediately pivots like, oh, man, Vivi is so talented. Have you seen her drawings? Her drawings are really good. Hey, Vivi, do you want to show off your drawings? They're really nice. Even though Vivi's like really modest, like, no, they're not that great. Kai's just like dumping those compliments on her, you know? Uh, you can't kind of get the sense he likes her. Real quick, did we brush over the scene where the girls are talking in the bedroom? Because that was a pretty pivotal scene. I just want to touch on real quick for a minute. That was where Vivi basically said so much to Hana that she's into Rio. Right? Yeah. Which is like a pretty yeah. big, like, to say it out, out loud, I guess. It's like, it's out there now. Like, the girls all know the name of the game now. All three of them want Rio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we covered that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, in this scene, though, Kai also springs the whole, hey, let's go to the ceramic state now. Like, you ready to go? Let's go today. What? Now? So soon? No, yeah. I like Rio. I can't go with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't know how to feel about this. Like, I, I get trying to be, like, spontaneous and stuff like that. Um, but I don't, she definitely, <laughs> she, I don't think she, she gave the reaction that Kai was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, but he was still like, I don't know. He took it in stride. He was still like, yeah, let's go. Let's have fun. Yeah, and it they, looks like they had a good time. Yeah, they certainly so. had had fun. I liked the way they kitted around. I liked the way that Kai actually wound up being better at making like the bowls than her. She was like trying to hide hers. That was cute. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah his cute. looked good. Like I would be proud to have that in my cupboard. The way his, looked. I don't think Vivi's not I don't so think much that he made any progress though uh, in terms of. You know, courtship with her though. At least I didn't feel feel that way afterward. It didn't seem like they went out to eat or I don't know. Maybe they did. They just didn't yeah. um, tape it. But yeah, it seemed like a real quick, just like almost like running errand kind of thing. I gotta go make a bowl. Check this off. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, it was at least like a nice, fun little date. You know, I mean, it just seemed like they were both having a good time. Yeah. It was just kind of painted over with the whole like VV doesn't want to be here a little bit. Yeah, yeah, to be painted with that brush, and I am actually a little uh, worried when we get <laughs> far enough into the show where they can start seeing those episodes. Uh, what that's gonna, what, what that's gonna do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just constant the danger. The house, yeah, constant danger in Terrace House. It's like what's gonna happen in the months ahead when they see this shit. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Uh, Kai's gonna be like, oh, she didn't even want to go with me in the first place. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how Kai would take that cuz he seems like a pretty laid back guy, you know? No, yeah, I think if in the future like it becomes one of those things where he becomes way more invested than maybe, but I I think right now he would just be like, ah, I mean, that sucks, but whatever." I yeah. feel like he's yeah. he's going to be able to take the hint like if he's like, yeah. "Hey, do you want to go out again?" and she's like, "Sure." It's like, "Okay, so this is going to be a purely platonic thing that we got mm-hmm. going on, which is fine." <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the last panel scene of this episode. Um, I don't know. The only thing I, I really thought was was noteworthy here was that Yama thinks that Topaz is relying on the butler persona a little too much. That's who he yeah, is. The, <laughs> this, yes, living a life of servitude. It's his job. Yeah. I dude, I just wanna, I just wanna crack that shell, man. I wanna, I, w- I wanna see him open up a little bit. I we still don't. Yeah learn too much about him in this episode him personally but we learned that he's assertive that's true we learned he's in amica yeah that's true that's true just i want more topas is what i'm saying yeah more topas more topas more topas do you think if remember like i think it was the end of last episode uh when kai and topas were talking about <clears throat> who do you like and topas was like oh you first if kai had said amica <gasps> do you think do you think Topaz would have the, the gall to stick to his guns and still go for Emika? Or did he maybe go for Emika because Kai's into Vivi and he didn't Senpai. want to step on toes? Dozo. Yeah, I can Senpai. see that. I can see that being yeah. in his nature. Hmm. But I, I mean, based first. on what we know. From, but yeah, but based on what we know from this episode, it, it definitely comes across that Emika is more his type. Yeah. Way more than than Vivi is. That's true. Seems like yeah. they have a weird chemistry, like I keep saying. Yeah, that. I want to see more of their. I just mm-hmm. want to see more of them together. Yeah. You know, he's more and more reminding me of Uchi. 
Because Uchi, they have mm-hmm. that weak kind of sunken chin. They're tall. They're skinny. They're kind of low key. They're you know seemingly sensitive, um, but then also strangely assertive and inexperienced when it comes to women. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. I'm totally getting Uchi vibes. More so than than uh, than with any other member of Terrace House. He better with, watch um, his meat. Yes. <laughs> Protect better your meat, watch sir. Your meat, boy. Yes. Are we going to get a topaz week Dude, in the next he, few days? He would totally be like, well, since you guys were older, I'm glad you ate that meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually Thanks going to be for you in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to the last scene here. This one's a fucking doozy. Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, the drama is start is starting to bubble up. It now. is starting to stir. Wow, it's, it's gonna real. simmer. So we're in the kitchen. It's Ryo, Kai, and Vivi, right? And then Hana walks in, and they all have dinner together. Um, and after dinner, Ryo is like, "Cool, I'm going to now do the dishes." But remember, he has, you know, a little bit of a, a leg problem right now. So mm-hmm. Vivi's like, no, 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 please let me do it. And Rio's like, no, please let me do it. And it's very insistent. And then it develops into this little flirty thing where they're both like, no, come on, let me do it. And she like booty checks him and like pushes yeah. him away mm-hmm. from the sink. I don't know. And then it's they play Rochambeau very... for it. Yeah, it's very playful. And then eventually they settle on like, okay, Vivi will dry and Rio will wash. Dude, this was a master class in flirting oh my gosh oh, i yes. was starting so to flirting. get like weird fuzzy feelings like just putting myself in a real situation like man i don't know it, it would have been cool It'd you know be, it must is... be cool to have a girl that you know pretty like flirting with you so hard i guess hana's noticing yeah. oh i think yeah, this is Hanna's noticing well this is one of the most straightforward scenes of flirting i've ever seen in terrace house like very straightforward flirting oh yeah it's you know it's interesting yeah. It's they're both they're American. Yeah, they're westernized, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, you don't see this outwardness really come out, you know, and uh, our, the old rugby player was saying that as well, too, that it's just not really like the Japanese way to be this forward. And mm. so it's at least a way I can relate to, you know. Um, it was cool. I don't know, but I, I was I was definitely getting vibes like, wow, they are going to Mac down soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of like the way, too, that Rio like, almost calls her out on it. And I don't think that this is necessarily like a negative or a positive toward like his feelings toward the flirting. But I and I love that you have it in verbatim in the notes, Robert. Uh, mm. Why is your right shoulder so sexy all of a sudden? Because she like does like she has like a wide neck sweater and she just like lets it fall yeah. down her right shoulder. Yeah. Why? Why? And then She's you can see the bra strap. It's like this baby mm-hmm. blue bra strap. Whoa. And it's just like, yeah, well, that's a good question. That is very flirty. And so. I have a question for you guys. Is that flirty? I know in this context it's flirty, but is it flirty? Okay, so this is what happened. I had to drive down to San Antonio. This is years back, right? And Before I times. had to go with one of my coworkers, okay? And she had her shoulder out there like that the whole time in the passenger seat. And while I'm driving, I'm like, this is semi-distracting. Like, why are you? I was wondering the same thing that Rio was wondering. Like, why is your shoulder all out there right now? And I just drove. I was like, it was, but it was somewhat distracting. So, like, was that a flirt? Daily's laughing right now. Oh my gosh! So it's true that, but like, what public schools have told me all my life is that girls' shoulders are distracting, and that's why we're not allowed to wear like tank tops, etc., until oh we graduate. And okay, <laughs> I guess graduate. it's proven. Like literally, I d- did not own any tank tops until 
like I got into college because it's like I wasn't able to wear them ever because I had school. <laughs> and and the double oh. standard is that you guys yell at me if I don't have a tank top on. <laughs> you can't Very true. Shoulders. Very true. We you would be distracted me. without your shoulders. Yes. Yeah. You're like, hey, where's your tank top, Jack? I mean, you all know that that famous Instagram hashtag free the shoulder. Right. Yes. No. Like right next to free the nipple, free the shoulder. Yeah. Free the shoulder. Free the um, I think but sometimes no, I, it's just fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's just fashion. And the thing is, too, with this, I would say this specific instance is absolutely flirting because if it's Definitely. if it's, you know, if, if we're being heteronormative and you're a guy and you're next to a girl and she has her shoulder out in a very wide neck dress, if you are flirting with her, you would say something like dead ass like why is your right shoulder so sexy all of a sudden like that's <laughs> fucking like i'm into you it's sexy right but if you're just like oh hey you're like hey your uh, your shirt's a little off on your shoulder you know like you would say like oh hey you know your your shoulder's hanging out yeah. aren't you like, cold? If you say it that way then it's yeah then it's a little less like hey your shoulder isn't sexy or like i'm not trying to say your shoulder's sexy it's just i think it's out i think shoulders can be distracting they're not always distracting I think they can be, particularly in this case with Vivi and with that passenger in my car at the time. We're like, "You're f- stop it, Daily. Put your shoulder away." <laughs> <laughs> it's not distracted, Daily. <laughs> but but it's like when that's the only thing out there, and then also the bra strap exposed is pretty suggestive. Regardless, I mean, strapless bras are a thing, you know. But Daily, stop <laughs> it! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't crack like, me up, but but. Here's the thing. I was distracted in the car. I didn't say anything, but I was wondering. I was like, "Is this a flirt?" I just, but I never had the balls to vocalize it. Yeah, I don't know. Am I the only one here that like? I mean, yes. Aside from this context, it was meant to be a flirt because it's it's acknowledged. But in any other context, I just I don't really think twice about it. I just assume it's just a part of fashion nowadays, and that just happens. Like I don't. I think I'm like okay, yeah, that's your shoulder. Yeah, if you're one on one with a girl in a car, yeah. if I don't we know, didn't man. have the buildup. Of like, right? Yeah. Hey, hip check. I'm doing the dishes. No, let's do rock paper scissors over it. Oh, like right. let's go chat mm-hmm. in the living room together alone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think wow. the bonus here is that that shirt she wasn't always wearing it as a one shoulder on, one mm-hmm. shoulder off. Oh, she he was said wearing bonus. It. You're right. Hmm. He said bonus. I thought he said the bone is here. The boner is here. Um, yeah. Oh my god! It's, but it, it's okay. because at some point the outfit changed to expose a shoulder, and at that point, that's definitely like either intentional or you were washing dishes so fucking hard. There's no way she was trying that hard. Yeah, there's no. It was totally intentional, and she wanted him to notice, and he did. And then when she realized that he noticed, that's when she sunk the hook and it's like, "Hey, you want to come over and chat over here one on one? Masterclass. This girl wants it." And like I said last week or a couple weeks back, whenever this girl's like a killer, she's going in there saying, "I'm going to take all three boys home," and she's fucking doing or trying to do it. She's working on one. She has unseated emmy and her hip hop and drink beer with me i think that this this whole scene has unseated the erotic queen that she is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's in another league yeah yeah i mean western sensibilities man that's what it is yeah we get all of these shots peppered through all of this of hannah and at first she's just sitting there stewing then she pulls up a book and she's trying to just bury your face really hard into that book. And then sniffling, she starts tearing up. Sniffling, crying. It's brutal to see. Oh, I mean, mm, no yeah. matter what, whether or not you're pulling for Han or anything, like we've all been there before where you just like somebody and you just see how much better off 
they or how much more chemistry they have with somebody else that's not you. It's just painful thing to realize. And she doesn't have that much experience. She's getting it now. She's getting a hard lesson in love right now. Um, mm-hmm. What I liked about this scene was when Kai sat next to her, he was just like trying to be a friend, talking about a wrestling. I can't wait to see you drop the knee on somebody. He kind of looked like Colin. I thought he kind of looked like a dreamy uh, Zach De La Roca here from Rage Against the Machine. I thought he totally had Zach De La Roca vibes with that. And he looked pretty handsome there. And he's just trying to be a nice guy. And then he realized that she's crying. Mm. And it was yeah, like, that, that was almost like, uh, well, first of all, she, yeah, she had to watch all of this happen right in front of her. And that's just some form of torture for her in this situation. Mm. Dude, yes. Yeah, that's it's literal torture. And then so I wasn't very like super surprised. She just finally broke down. But it was just like, damn. Uh, and the fact that Kai sat down next to her, that was almost like a scene out of a movie. It was like he just sat down. He's like, he didn't realize what was going on. Then and he turns over and he's like, oh, oh, my God, are you OK? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad she had that shoulder to lean on or you would think. I mean, she said, let's go talk. Right. That was like the last line. And things. So yeah. I'm glad that at least they are going to talk. If she was just sitting there crying the whole time, it'd just been too much. Mm. Yeah, she needed to get the fuck out of there and quick. Yeah. Like she couldn't be there. Yeah, I'm. I'm very yeah. interested in this conversation that's going to happen. Hopefully, at the start of the next episode, and they're not going to leave us hanging. <sighs> yeah, yeah this is the that. second time in like five or six episodes, right? That an episode has ended with Hana being like, "I want to talk to X person," mm. and mm-hmm. then presumably we'll pick up yeah. talking to that person. Yeah, hopefully this leads mm-hmm. to some bonding between Kai and Hana. I don't know if it'll turn into anything, uh, but hopefully it'll at least they'll turn into friends. No one thinks right in this room. No one thinks that like Rio's going to pull a 180 and not like Vivi and then like Hana all of a sudden. Right. Like that's pretty much like dead in the water. I feel like I, this point. I think. Yeah, like, I think Emmy or Hana. Like, I, I think they're out of the room. Like Vivi Rio. is like planting her flag. She's like, this yeah. is I want him. He's mine. We're, I'm going to flirt with him and I'm going to get him. And fast. She is like not hesitating i'm i'm i don't want to pull 180 i don't think he's going to go back to either of the two but i think he's going to pull like a 90 degree script and be like this is cool vv but i'm not i'm not into you i I can totally see that not into vv she's everything that he has been looking for do we know that for sure though yeah it's it's a little early and keep in mind he says he's looking for a girl that he can seek advice from and i mean so it's very early right but I, I'm not necessarily getting that kind of vibe. I don't, dude, vibe I am. He's talking about her sexy shoulder. They're definitely going to flirt like crazy. I don't, at this point in the season, I don't know how this seems like this is mm. the hype train right now. This is going. I, they might mac down. I hope but they it, make out. I've been asking for a make out scene <laughs> for a long time. Can we do something, please? Can we have some sexy time? But for, for Rio, this is like, this is the final countdown. This is, he's looking for a wife versus like, sexy foreign girl to date mm. for a while before she moves to America or before whatever else happens. And he's dated Western girls before too. I don't know. All the all the things are lining up here for this to go sexy time. I don't know. I think it's a little too early to say still. Yeah, it's definitely too early to say he ain't gonna like her. But I 100%. but I, I do agree with you, Jack, in the terms of I think it's Vivi or nothing. I don't think that. Yeah, he's already said that. He's already yeah. said he doesn't like those other girls. So either Vivi or someone leaves and someone new comes in and he stays. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know if uh honestly I it's it's too early to tell. I mean, this was like a, a clear moment that it's it's gonna go somewhere, they're at least gonna go out a few times or whatever, but um I don't know. Things could change though as Rio really gets to know her as a person. Yeah. Um I mean she seems very tenacious and, and a little bit bullheaded, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um 
man, it served her well so far. You talking about Vivi being bullheaded? Yeah. But can I pitch another possibility here? This is even outside of the realm of romance. I could see Ryo maybe leaving soon. (gasps) Breadcrumbs being what? um, There was that discussion between uh, Hana and Emmy where they were like, "Oh, did you see that article? Like, all those people are bashing Ryo. Like, oh, you shouldn't be in the house. You should be practicing basketball and all that." What article? uh, they, they talked about it like there was an article like it was last week's episode or the week before it was huh. before Vivi showed up I and they were talking that. about how there was an article where Rio's team announced he lives in Terrace House now and then a lot of the comments on the article were you should not be distracted by bullshit. Well, yeah, I remember. TV. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be in the Olympics, yeah, right. yeah, there's a lot of distraction there. Um, right. It's, especially if you're going for the Olympics, which at the time of that recording was still happening. Right. <laughs> um, so I could totally see this injury being the. So we told you phrasing, so. Your mind the straw that broke Camel's back, right? Where he's like, damn, being in Terrace House is distracting me. That's the reason I got this injury and I nah. can't. Like, I should leave soon so I can properly focus. I, I think right. this episode, if anything we take away from Rio from this single episode we're watching and talking about right now is that he's into her. He was listening when Kai was asking her out. He seemed somewhat concerned. He's talking about her sexy shoulder. Um, he, they're going to talk one-on-one. I think he's like just at the bottom of the first hill of the roller coaster of falling in love with Vivi right now. It's way too soon to say this roller coaster sucks. Like they're on the up, you know? So I, I think next week, obviously, hopefully it picks up where we left off. Um, I mean, definitely I think Hana and Kai will hopefully be talking. We'll see what they're talking about, but hopefully we also get to see some of this flirting between Vivi and, um, Rio. That would be interesting to see. Yeah, and I, I will say if, if fireworks happen between uh, Rio and Vivi, um, I think that could happening. be a big reason why he c- continues to stay at the house. I think to Robert's point, though, that's why I said at the top of this episode that I thought I can't be here was talking about Rio because we see mm. at the beginning of this episode. I mean, Rio yeah, 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 seems yeah, yeah. pretty dr- downtrodden, right? Yeah. Like, uh, he's not in a good place. And I, I think he was to the point where he was starting to think that, like, yeah, I think Terrace House is becoming a distraction for, you know, the work I want to put in on the court. And things like that. So I think if things between him and Vivi don't turn into a thing, there's a very real chance that Rio could I, leave the house and focus on basketball. I, yeah, I think the fireworks, I think the fuse is lit now. I think we're about to see it pop off. But I was getting fuzzy feelings when I saw them flirting when she did the little hip check thing. I was like, whoo, already touched that yeah, physical contact. Yeah. If so, why? <laughs> there it is. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think I think that pretty much puts a pin in this episode of our, our little coverage on T20. Um, you know, OK, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Uh, we see a lot of our comments on YouTube and on Discord and all that. And of course, we read every single one. So don't fret on that. Uh, and all of y'all are like, yo, part three gets fucking lit. It pops off. It's the best Terrace House season ever. Almost. Maybe. I'm excited. I got to say, y'all got me very excited. To they, keep trucking through these episodes, they're sent up a lot of pins mm. to be knocked down. There's there's a lot of potential for for shit stirring and drama. Uh, there is a lot of potential for relationships right now. Uh, I mean, the the door is completely open for this to just go off and for a lot of shit to go down. My, so yeah, my main worry, my main worry coming up in these in these next few episodes is like how ugly if at all, is going to get between the three girls. How desperate is Hana going to get in her pursuit of Rio? What are they willing to do and not do? Is there going to be backstabbing? Is there going to be cat fighting? Uh, I just wonder. I hope that's not the drama that people are talking about. I hope it doesn't devolve into that kind of show. 
it would make for good TV, but also I just don't want anyone to like really lose face in that way on the show. Um, and just, you know, go down to the lowest common denominator. But, uh, yeah, all we're hearing is like how good part three is. So it's making it very hard, particularly in quarantine to, um, have to wait. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Same. Um, but we're glad that you're all binging it. I mean, by now, most of you are probably done. So that's exciting. I'm Just please sure. don't spoil it for don't us. Don't spoil it for us. Um, <laughs> but if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can uh, email those things to us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday uh, with our coverage of episode 28, Starving for Affection, which is very Uh-oh. optimistically titled. I oh think nothing bad will happen in that episode at all. Uh, this has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itakimasu. Follow us on Instagram at Tadimagram, on Twitter at Tadimapod, and check out our YouTube channel, Facebook group, and brand new Discord server, all linked in the show notes.